welcome to Celebrity Wine Club. We're discussing two of my favorite things today, wine and food. <laughs> uh, my, third favorite, my third favorite thing is eating food, but we'll save that for another time. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Lauren. And as always, we have the two main staples in my social diet, Nicole. Say hi. Hey. And Angel Love herself, Angie. <laughs> shout it out. Hello. And our favorite side dish is here, Taylor. Hey, hey. <laughs> and today we're taking you to Flavortown with Guy Fieri's Hunt and Ride Winery, which I just want to say for a second, that was like the theme of my single life. <laughs> <laughs> you are dumb. Um, but before we butter <laughs> that biscuit, let's discuss our hangovers from last time. Sting. Sting wine. Il Pelagio. <laughs> I don't even remember, so obviously it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it must have been fine because yeah. I don't really remember it either. It was like right after all of the holidays, so it kind of blends in together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had other things going on with my body at that time, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like sick and sounded like, what was it, Charles Finster? Chucky Finster, yeah. <laughs> And your eyes are all... My eyes are all fucked up, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm in better... I'm better now, better today. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what have you guys been up to this week? Oh, Anything it was fun? like a short week because I had Monday off, but it felt like the longest week ever. <laughs> it felt like a pretty long week for me too. Yeah. But you didn't go to work. No. <laughs> what about you, Taylor? <laughs> I went to the Thunder game and embarrassed myself in front of people. <laughs> Wait, what? how did you embarrass yourself? Oh, you know, just the you spilling beer and tripping over rows. Rows? <laughs> you know. Like chairs. In the oh, stadium. Like in the stadium. I was thinking like R-O-S-E. Like no, R-O-W-S. Roses, like rose. Rose. Was there a lady named Rose? <laughs> she always trips over rows every time she goes down. What I do. <laughs> Jesus. I also went and saw uh, Tom Segura Wednesday evening. Oh, at the cool. tower yes i really like the tower theater i do too it's the first time i've ever been there and i was impressed mm-hmm. that's why you're at bunker club that yes all makes sense yes i was out way too late that night I bunker could, club is um way too late it's pretty cool she was out till like two yeah. which is rare for her wow Ooh. taylor i know was it a I school know. night no, it wasn't. Oh, okay, well. That's why I was out. It was a Wednesday night, Ew. which is my Friday, by the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> a school night for most, but not for Taylor, because she's edgy and cool. She, like, stays out till 2 a.m., like, once every quarter, and I'm, like, at home last night watching the Ted Bundy docuseries on Netflix till, like, 3 in the morning when I had to get up for a meeting this morning <laughs> at 9 a.m. Gosh. <laughs> you did score us some Mexican food, so. I did. We had leftover Mexican yeah. food. Yeah, and they really needed you to take that off their hands. So regardless of how, like, many bags were under your eyes, it was probably fine. They were trying to give me coffee, too, and I'm, like, shaking, and I'm like, I don't need any more. <laughs> your eyeballs are, like, bouncing around your fucking head. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I wonder why my eyes are so baggy. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so Nicole and I went on vacation this past week, mm-hmm. which was past two weeks. Past two. I don't know. I can't tell time anymore. I don't either. The world is constantly spinning. Yeah. <laughs> I would not recommend being on a cruise ship for six nights. No. Well, uh-uh. not just any cruise not, ship. Yeah. 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 It was like a music cruise ship, and I got barely any sleep. My, like, I think my standard was um, sleep, going to bed at 4 a.m. and then mm-hmm. waking up at 11 a.m. and then getting day drunk by the pool 
and then eating food and then getting more drunk after that and then blacking out somewhere around 2 a.m. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah we were calling lauren what were we calling you the muscle because <laughs> she like blacked out at one point and was just barreling down these tiny hallways like walking with her elbows out and they're so narrow and people were people literally were jumping like jumping into doorways to get out of her way because she was just <laughs> and, like her arms and hips are covered in bruises from like running, running into handrails <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. I wish I could have been a fly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was pretty funny. And Seth said that my, like me and Ryan, our relationship is solid gold. But this week we had gone double platinum <laughs> <laughs> because Ryan made me so fucking mad <laughs> because he did way too much, and we gave him the nickname Dickerus because he flew way too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was really fun. And I guess I'm thickerous by association. <laughs> thickerous and dickerous. Oh. oh man, I'm already starting to get hot. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm sure it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um you guys want to talk about some wine time vineyard yeah. stuff? It is Hunt and Ride, which are the names of his sons. <laughs> For really weird saying Hunter that and Rider. <laughs> no, their names are Hunter and Rider. Yeah. Not Hunt and Ride, but Hunter and Rider. Oh, okay, so I can't yes. say that about my like vagina yeah. uh-huh. three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. This is not his children's actual names. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why I title my college year. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of my memoir. <laughs> We've got my dad's purple thong and now hunt and ride my single years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Nicole, you want to talk some, which one are we? We have the Pinot Noir. Yeah, the Pinot Noir and the Red Zinfandel. I think we decided to start with the Pinot first. Yeah. So these bottles are fucking heavy. They're very These punty. bottles are super heavy. They're super penty. So we do have a Russian River Valley Pinot Noir, and then we have an Old Vine Zen. So we'll start with the Pinot to not like totally blast our, because that Zen is going to be like peppery and really spicy and kind of dry, I can tell. So So, just like me. Yeah. (laughs) So this says, named for brothers, Hunter and Ryder, our 2014 estate-grown Pinot Noir was harvested from select blocks of our family's vineyard, located in the Russian River Valley, aged in the finest French oak barrels. 35% 35% new for 10 months, bottled, un, um, unfined, and unfiltered, 275 cases produced. Ooh, so this shit's exclusive. It's 14.1% um, by volume, and the label has, like, two boys riding horses, and one is, like, searching. They both have guns. I don't know. Pretty cute. I, um, this obviously doesn't have Fieri's name on it, so... I was like reading that he didn't want his name to be put on it because he didn't want that to influence anything. And he actually is, as the article I was reading said, uh, the platinum print, platinum prince is very into wine. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it does have his sn- signature on the back. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's not like named after him. No, yeah. but he didn't want his like name on the actual brand or anything, so he named it after his sons. And so we had to order it from the actual vineyard itself. Yeah, yeah, and get it mailed. And they're pretty pricey, but I guess since they're like limited edition, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, they're about forty five, fifty dollars a piece. So, so we only have two because we don't want to, <laughs> we're not getting paid for this shit yet. Mm, no, we're going to, we're going broke. 
making this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Taylor on so we can have a fourth to pay for it. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) Honestly, though, compared to all the Miami prices we've been paying for shit, this is like nothing. Nothing. You could not escape South Beach for like a breakfast. We we spent $70 on breakfast at that shitty restaurant. Yeah. They Lauren and Ryan also spent $70 on two drinks. No. I spent $100 on four margaritas. Whoa. And we drank $40 mojitos at this one restaurant. Was it worth it? They were $20 mark mojitos. Were they 20 or were they 40? They were 20. Was it in a fishbowl? No. No, it was just a like a large cup. It was cup. probably like a 20 ounce cup. Yeah. What? It was like a Coca-Cola cup, like the style that you get from the deli. See, this is why Miami kind of turns me off. I mean, it's fun yeah. to go Honestly, down there and That's try the only thing it. I remember from being in Miami like it's so 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, I was like, it's too expensive. Oh, you went down there for rather, the orange bowl, didn't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. I would rather go to LA and pay LA prices for shit than go to Miami. Yeah. And I can well, say that I I've think, been to both places. I think if you're an actual, if you're not <laughs> like too. on South mm-hmm. Beach, it's a little bit cheaper. But also, I noticed that whenever I was down there with a native Spanish speaker, things seemed to be a little bit cheaper. So, yeah. okay. Let's pour, guys. Yeah. I'm dying. Pow it up, baby. Oh, and he's Dominican, too, so that probably mm-hmm. helped. Who's Dominican? He's Dominican? I thought he was Cuban. I don't know. Well, he's... he has family in the DR. And in Cuba, and he grew up in Chile. He, whatever. This isn't the He's a man podcast. of the world. <laughs> we don't even know if we can say his name, so. Oops. Sorry. I mean, little... he doesn't really know us. You're going to have to do it for me, because I'm so, so far away. Here, just give me that one. As if I can't <laughs> handle your poor. <laughs> I think she wants that much for herself. Yeah, I accidentally poured too much. You, the rule <laughs> is you pull, pour it up to the line. Yeah, there's a line on the cup. Oh. That's the rule. I poured a little less in this one because I think I went too far in that one. We'll see where Taylor ends up. Uh, almost burped. Yeah, but see. She, she needs some. Here. <laughs> awesome. Robin Pe- Paul to pay Peter or whatever. Rob what? Peter Rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. What? <laughs> Robbing Angie's glass to pay Taylor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound like you guys were saying real words. It just sounded like Ron Pompano. Okay. Um, I didn't do a first smell, but Ooh. oh, I, I guess you you can now. Yeah, I tasted it first. Just like <laughs> down the hatch, baby. It smells oaky and just well. Like... It smells like a pinot. Mm-hmm. It's got like a. It's got like a weird. I always say it has legs. I don't know what I'm looking for in the legs, but these are, you know, pretty thick. I can barely even get legs because my cup's so long. (laughs) (laughs) I guess this means we need bigger cups. (laughs) I think so. Or smaller pores. (laughs) I saw this wine guide. It was like a meme or whatever, and it was showing like all the different types of cups for different wines. And it was like, thanks a lot, but I'm still going to fill every single cup up to the brim. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, but no, thank you. Uh, The board meeting I was at last night, they just had like solo cups because they didn't want to 
dirty like the dishes and they had wine and I'm like okay I was the first one to pour so I'm like okay how do you figure this out and she's like well it's a 16 ounce cup and I'm like so this much and then two of my other favorite like wine drinking people came next to me and they'd filled it like half up and I was like okay mm-hmm. we're good we're yeah. good yeah we're right it's golden I'm, um, in, I'm amongst my people <laughs> so uh uh so the legs part what are we looking for? Because mine are like long. Yeah, they're long and they're thick. They're lasting a long time. Yeah, they're real. They're real fatties. All of those things could be said about me in the bedroom. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? I don't know because I'm sitting really weird. I don't know. I feel weird down. being being behind the mic again. So Ooh, no more gummies we for took you. A- no. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away from this. I have still have like cruise ship vertigo. I'm like, uh. the sea shakes. <laughs> that's what we're calling it the sea shakes. Yeah, that's what we're calling oh, it. Is that what I had today? Because I wasn't on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can affect you in a lot of different ways. Have you ever been on a train before? <laughs> yes. Were you in a car today? Did yes. you look at yes. water? <laughs> Maybe in a cup, bathtub, or otherwise. I did take a shower today. <laughs> there you go. Yay. Sea shakes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so what do you guys think about this wine? I actually think it's, like, really fucking good. And considering, like, the last few episodes, we've done, like, some really shitty ones. And then we had the Sting wine, which was... Eh. I mean, it was the best of... Well, no, no. I, I gave it back. some pretty high marks because the one we did before that was Bethany Frankel. And, and now we we've was, got, yeah. and now we've got this. And this is actually like, welcome to Flavortown. <laughs> Shut up. I'm so mad at you. Every time you say that, I just picture his uh, Fu Manchu thing. <laughs> it's a goatee. I'm pretty goatee, sure. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's flavor saver. He had a Fu Manchu in that saver. picture. Mm-hmm. Nicole showed us that picture of him before oh, yeah. he dyed his hair and yeah. it wasn't spiky. He had a bowl cut. Yeah. It was. And a creature tragic. And his oh. face was so red. Why is your face so red? He's the only person in the world that looks better with like bleach blonde tips. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Yeah. That was so scary. He looked like a John Candy impersonator. Ugh. It was creepy mm-hmm. AF. And he looked way older, too. Like yeah. Maybe, years older. maybe there is something about going blonde when you get older. My mom said it for years. Like, you bleach your hair blonde and you look younger. I don't think that would look good on you. I don't think you should wow, bleach your hair. Rude. You haven't even seen it yet. Well, I tried on Dan's crazy blonde, like, rocker man mullet wig, and I looked crazy. Dan looked crazy in it, too. No one looks normal in that fucking wig. Is it gray or is it blonde? No, it's, it's blonde. blonde. Oh, that would be it's great a blonde for mullet. that guy. Uh, what is it called? The Fieri Con. Yeah, the Fieri the, Con. Like the bar crawl. That happens in New York. Oh my God. Happens yes. in New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the second biggest one. Apparently, like, the Santa Con bar crawl is... The biggest, and then the Guy Fieri one is, like, number two. We've been fucking around going to the West Coast to see those shitty friends. We should go to the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> see those shitty friends. I see those shitty friends, Everyone dresses yeah. up like Guy Fieri and just bar crawls. And they end up, I think at the end of the night, they end at his <gasps> restaurant. Are you stellar? Sell- can I just eat naked hot dogs and ribs all day? And, that like, would be perfect. Are you you want to be naked eating hot dogs? No. What's ribs? what we call beanies without That's, buns yeah, is a naked uh, hot dog. It's a bunless hot dog. So, um, hot idea. Instead of doing a white trash bash, let's just have our own Guy Fieri con. <laughs> yes. 
We totally should. Let's yeah. do it. Everybody would know what we were doing too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there would be no questions. What are you guys doing? I found some Obviously. Crocs that have chili peppers on them. Girl, <laughs> you have been holding out on me. I'm just kidding. You told mm-hmm. me about it like a lo- long time ago. This wine is really good. I mean, it's I really smooth. It. It's really good. It's smooth. I feel like it's um, it's heavy though for yeah. a Pinot Noir. It really is. Like it's I almost. Mean, like, in- like I feel like it's almost more of like a like I'm a, the scale of towards a cabernet. It does have a really like full a body. Uh huh. Thank you. Full bodied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't <laughs> Thank see you. through it's it. My lingo. Me that. I keep knocking my mic, Lauren. I'm sorry. Unless I'm just like I mean drinking shitty Pinot Noirs, which well, like, totally could be the case you too. <laughs> you cannot. I mean, there's no. It's completely opaque. There's no. That's crazy. Yeah, most Pinots are a kind, lot kind of watery. Yeah. Well, well, not watery. They're not lighter. watery, but you lighter. Can, yeah. In color. Not necessarily in flavor. No, not in flavor, but I'm just thinking like in body and. Yeah. I was just thinking that actually but. does feel heavy. That's probably because I only had five hours. And it's 14%. That's heavy. 14%. <laughs> wow. This is the thickest, dankest wine we've had on the pod <laughs> thus far. <laughs> It feels like peanut butter. <laughs> like in this cup, it's That's so heavy. It's really like heavy. actually feels heavy. Uh-huh. I mean, it well, tastes heavy, but it feels heavy. Well, when you were saying that, no, like in flavor, because I, it's like in my arm, my my arm is tired. Like <laughs> it's more tired now than when I tried to braid my hair earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering these lot. bottles are so heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel how is that bottle still really heavy without any without wine, no in wine in it? it? Um, it's not as heavy, but of course, but yeah. It's you can tell this that glass heavy fucking the glass bottle. is thick. Um, did we do the bottle? Oh yeah, you did. I'm mm-hmm. reading it now, and it's all coming back to me. By the way, I've been working on like a really fire playlist called Bomb DJ. I'll just tell you a few hot hitters that are on there right now: Tina Turner, Madonna, Mariah Carey, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the Mariah Carey thing? I'll t- I'll tell you guys later. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> That should be shared. <laughs> the friends of the pod. I'm, I'm kidding. We don't know them personally, but it'd be cool if we did. <laughs> um. Anyway, just just say your thing. Yeah. I know those are all like throwbacks, pretty much. But do you have some Lizzo on there too? Mm. Mm. Lizzo has a playlist of her own. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay, so did you do any like hot vi- vi- vinery winery research or no? Vinery research. Vinery. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. Well, I did. Hang on. Let me get my... They were, I will say, because I ordered these for us, and we ordered them, and uh, we had originally had this scheduled for a different day, and then we had to reschedule it, and then it ended up coming in, but then we had to reschedule again. Yeah. Not making any sense, but I emailed them because I was worried because I hadn't received anything back or tracking, and she was like, oh, we were closed for like two weeks over the holidays and just like personal email back from the lady at the winery. So very friendly. That's good customer service. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, we were kind of freaking out for a second because we were like, well, we ordered this like a week and a half ago. No infos come through. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? I mean, it made sense. I was off work for a week and a half. So, I mean, yeah, but I guess it's probably not an automated system either because it actually took a person to reply to me and then I got a tracking after that. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And wasn't the tracking personalized too? It was like her yeah. just copying and pasting well, a 16-digit number. 
And then, I mean, because they have to give you, well, they don't have to give you a tracking, but you have to have a 21-year-old sign for it when they deliver it to your house. My FedEx guy does not give a fuck. His pin wasn't even working, and I was, like, trying to sign. It was just, like, two scribbles. He was like, what's your name? And I told him. He was like, okay, cool, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you want to see my ID? And he's like, no, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I think I was like running an errand or coming over here and I was like, Doug, I saw the FedEx guy like as I was leaving like the neighborhood and then immediately I got this picture of the box and I was like, oh, that was fast. That was easy. Cool. Cool. I love that we can get wine mailed to us now. Yeah, I know. That was never a thing like just a month ago or two months ago, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all very new territory. Yeah. Okay, so I have some hot info about the winery. Like, um, guy is quoted as saying, "This isn't just juice that somebody else made that we put in a bottle and put my name on," which a lot of people do. So apparently, he actually bought a five-acre Pinot Noir vineyard in the Russian River Valley, and he installed organic farming methods. And there's this local vintner named Guy Davis. Uh, he's of the celebrated Davis family vineyards, but that's the guy that he's been working with on this project. Um, he probably picked him because his name's Guy. Yeah, also. probably. Yeah, <laughs> two hot guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He's also quoted as saying, like, you know, because it's Hunt and Ride, it doesn't actually have his name on it besides his little, like, signature on the back. He said, I wanted the wine to stand on its own without my name. I wanted quality organic and a price that's approachable. If you can give something like that to your kids, um, God's not making any more land in the Russian River. In the Russian River Valley, it's a legacy they can have, too. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were saying he can give the wine to his no. kids. No, I was like, <laughs> okay. like, pass on the, well. the vineyard, yeah. Yeah, yes. that's nice. <clears throat> Must be nice. Mm-hmm. God, I wish someone made a fucking legacy for me. Yeah. It's awful altruistic of him not to put his name on it. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. God, that whole fucking thing where he like this is kind of shitty to say but i'm famously known for having a bad attitude but there was like this video we were watching where he was like organizing a relief like food bank sort of you know feed all the people who were affected by the santa rosa um wildfires and <laughs> like all i'm doing is trying to feed people because people need help and that's what i do is help and like he's like swatting around out there in like a chef's coat this is guy fieri on it really big and then he's like you don't see my name anywhere and it's like that yes i do and obviously your bleached hair is soaking up all of the sunlight so yeah and what about the entire film crew filming you Mm. yeah like it i don't know he just seems a little out of touch if you ask me he made a point to say my name isn't anywhere on this. Yeah. I mean, sure. It was like the Salvation Army or Red Cross or something. I think it was Salvation Army. But still, it was just like, wow, really big of you, dude. Well, I, he could be a lot worse, you know. He could do nothing. <sighs> yeah. At least he's, you know. Yeah. Doing something. Yeah. That's true. Can we talk about how he injured his neighbor's horse? <laughs> what? Is that what happened? So apparently he was going to try and open a tasting room uh, on his property for this vineyard and all the wines that are coming out of it. And he had to go and like city hall or something, I guess, and like file some sort of paperwork to get that done. And a lot of people, over 100 residents in his neighborhood came out and were like, absolutely not. You're too fucking loud. Yeah. And apparently there was one particular incident that was quoted where 
a staff member had like revved a car engine so loud that it like it wasn't had, just a regular car it was a race a car. race car yeah i should yeah definitely good good call anyway so <laughs> they like revved up this race car engine and it almost like damaged this horse oh, how it damaged the horse i don't know well scared of noises well, i mean well maybe or maybe it started bleaching its mane said- i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the quote was that spiked bleached mane hair afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the quote was that, that he very nearly seriously injured my show horse. <laughs> yeah, a show that horse. That was like the direct <laughs> quote. It was very nearly seriously. Really? Like, how many? <laughs> Those are so many adverbs. Yeah. Like, did it happen or did it not? <laughs> well, it sounds like he's like this, like, I don't Where is he from? Like, I can't remember. I don't know, some like Joe Dirt style. Yeah. <laughs> like Joe Dirt moved into like he's, the wine like he's country. Ohio. Okay. <laughs> so Mr. Ohio yes. moves to like fan 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 wine country and they're all like, oh gosh, look at this trash. <laughs> Everyone's outside drinking cups of Pepsi. <laughs> Is that a Dorito? <laughs> I'm getting all of these text messages. It's hard for me to pay attention. Shut up. Sorry. Yes, Columbus, Ohio. Uh-huh. The son of Penelope Ann Price and Louis James Barry. Barry, that's his given name. Yeah, so he, so he changed it. So he Guy changed it to Barry. From Barry. Pronounce it Fieri. Yeah, his last really name was F E R R Y, Fairy, and he changed it to Fieri. It's so annoying to me that he pronounces it that way, too. Like, well, that's his uh that's the, his family's original name is Fieri from Italy. Yeah, but that's from like 1790 or something. Oh my god. Okay, so, I have such oh, a pet peeve it? about people. I mean, I'm assuming like Listen, when they first came over. So he okay, was sorry. born in Columbus, but he actually grew up in Ferndale in uh, it's rural Humboldt County. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of weed in Humboldt from what I hear. California. <laughs> oh, like from what you hear. <laughs> I knew someone that went to Humboldt, like, state. That's the Emerald Triangle, dude. Yeah, yeah like, it's like, oh, hi, Humboldt, and there's one other one. I can't remember. But he was a foreign exchange student in France in high school where he developed his interest in food and cooking. And he's, like, his paternal grandfather's of Italian descent. So he changed his surname, Ferry, back to his family's original surname, Fieri, when he got married in 1995 in order to honor his immigrant great-grandfather. Giuseppe Fieri. Giuseppe? Also, it just sounds like fancier. Yeah. I think he wants to be a fancy person. (laughs) Oh, is that why his hair is so loud? (laughs) Well, his his like clothes, everything. It wasn't actually the noise that his neighbors were complaining about, it was his hair. (laughs) It was probably those button downs, honestly. Oh my gosh. Well, we actually have like a local like Claim to fame with Guy. Oh, we do. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because we have this diner downtown in Norman where both diners, drive-ins, and Triple D or whatever. Triple D. Yeah, that's what the hashtags at Triple D. Yeah. So he visited uh, that restaurant because it is a diner. And then later. It's called The Diner. Yeah, it's called The Diner. And then later that like. Ty Pennington. Move that button. Yeah, that man Show came and re and, yeah, and remodeled Which the place. Which is another big mood, big personality dude. How did that one restaurant get two reality shows about it? 
I don't it's a know. Very famous restaurant. No. Mm-hmm. Like all the famous people from Oklahoma go there when they're like visiting in town because we know waitresses who work there. Yeah, it's and true. they're always taking pictures with them when they come in. It's well, such a hole in the wall, though. I'm very uncomfortable going in. I there. mean, it is I really just, good, but it's not like I'm just like, what makes it so great? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's no a grace on that skillet I of like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've never cleaned it once. <laughs> it's the ultimate greasy spoon. They do I have mean, really good cheeseburgers, of, like twice ever. Mm-hmm. I've been there several times, it. and I actually do really enjoy their breakfast. But um, it's just, just the lines that, like, if you don't get there at a good time then you're waiting outside because there's no wait area. one of the funnest things to do though is to stay up all night and go in at like 6 a.m so um, that yeah, sounds like fun mm-hmm. i would do that yeah do not disturb. Um, i know shut the fuck up phone i'm looking up all the places that um have actually been on his show in oklahoma but taylor you're a food network person so tell us she's safe. a guy freak <laughs> She's a guy oh, wow. I don't know if I would put it that far, but <laughs> I do watch F. I do watch a lot of Triple D and uh Triple G. Triple G. Mm. Guys Grocery Games. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did spend yes. some time watching Guys Grocery Games. Yes. I actually really enjoy that show. Um, it kind of stresses me out if I'm gonna be very honest. It is with very you. stressful, but I also am like, what can I learn from this? What can I cook? Well, I think it's pretty cool that all the chefs on there have like charities that they're donating to, at least the season that I watched. Because I watched like season seven, I think. I think that's probably like a tournament of champions or something Something like that. that. There were like five episodes that I watched mm -hmm. where um, there were different chefs competing, like celebrity chefs competing, and they were like donating to different charities. And then um, it was just like stressful because it's like, okay, you've got 30 minutes to shop and then also cook all of this fucking food. Yeah, there's no way I could do that. Mm-mm. Like ever. I think it would stress Doug all, out I can't do so anything much. in 30 minutes. Like <laughs> I can't. I can't Nothing. shit in 30 minutes. I can barely pee in 30 minutes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Most of the chefs that he has on there like I'll just on regulars is just people who up and coming who want to be chefs. Yeah. What were you saying about Doug? Well, I was just thinking the episode, one episode, I turned it on today and then I could pay attention to like 15 minutes of it. But one of the episodes was um, like they had their shopping carts and then they had to like play musical shopping carts and then like use each other like stuff. And my boyfriend, Doug, like can't even like he has to have a full menu meal planned or he can't even go to the grocery store. Well, I remember how stressed out he was whenever we were going to have game day over there and he didn't have a meal plan. Yeah, he needed like a menu, which is his job in real life. But I'm like at home, like when I go grocery shopping, I'm like chicken, veggies, like eggs. Okay, I'll throw something together, you yes, know? Yeah, <laughs> there's I like 15 like- items that are recurring on my list that I'm always going to buy. I'm always using them. Like as far as like meats and vegetables and like dairy products go. And then sometimes if I have like a particular dish that I do want to make, you know, then I'll like go and like, like oh, manchego. Actually, manchego is another staple item too. But <laughs> well, I meant to tell you last night um, whenever our friend, um, one of our friends stopped by the house, he was like, what are you doing? Because when he came over, I was like cutting up all these vegetables and I was just making like chicken lard with rice noodles and then like mm-hmm. lettuce cups too. So I was making like two different sauces for it. And then I was like cutting up like carrots and radishes and um, cucumbers for it. And then like you just like fry the 
or, you know, cook the ground chicken with like a bunch of spices, a bunch of sauces, whatever. It's Some actually peppers. pretty easy. And he was like, what are you doing? And I told him I was cooking dinner and he was like, do you ever cook anything normal? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I just throw like some chicken in the oven, a can of vegetables on the stove and like some stovetop. That's all I have energy for after work. And I'm like, this takes like uh-uh. the same amount of time, dude. Like, oh my God, Ryan wears me the fuck out because he's I got this idea in his head that frozen vegetables are so much better than fresh vegetables. What? what? He thinks that like for some reason fresh vegetables don't have as much like n- they're like not as nutritious what whenever what? you no, cook them that's more like can that makes no sense i have no fucking clue and i'm telling him like okay i don't like frozen vegetables because really the only good way to eat them is if they're steamed or if they're in some sort of like stir fry dish like you can't just like reheat them or like throw them in the oven and try to crisp them up or anything because they're just like weird and mushy they're not as good as if you just like cut it up they're right like it's for like soups casseroles yes serve yeah like you can't just like steam them or like saute them or no. you can steam them but you can't They're like, not just a side saute dish. them yeah. you, you can't you can't just like throw them on a plate out of the bag and into the pan onto the plate like it's not as good but for some reason he just like has it in his head that it's like so much better and he doesn't want to do any labor when it comes to cooking like at all like he doesn't want to cut stuff up he doesn't want to thaw stuff out he doesn't want to have to like do any pre-planning for it and i'm like but like cooking for yourself is all self care, and all of this is like, just like one small step toward the end goal, which is dinner. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so Doug's mom got us the spiralizer Ooh. connections for the kitchen, no and we had the so zucchini jealous. noodles and meatballs the other night oh, for dinner. And like I tried shit. to do that once without a spiralizer. I was like trying to cut, it, like oh. do it, yeah, and it was awful. I have a hand crank one, and it's a fucking bitch. Not the fancy ones where you like. Do oh no! It looks like, like a double twister thing. It's like a little black thing that you like shove your zucchini in there super hard, and you just like crank. That's the one crank I have. And crank and crank. Are you and talking just... about a butt? <laughs> 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 Those are for cute. You talking about me on Jam Cruise? <laughs> um, yeah, but so it was like. You know, you need like four or five medium to large zucchinis and like they were all pretty small zucchinis. But I was so I was like, I'll just get like 10 because I like zucchini anyway. I'll just eat it, put it in my like breakfast scram or whatever. And he did like four of them and he had this huge pile and it made me happy because he was like really into it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, I love mine. I have a KitchenAid spiralizer and I like always spiralize um carrots and cucumbers for salads and it's just like a fun texture in your salad to have that Mm -hmm. and then it's also really fun to spiralize apples and potatoes to make curly fries in the oven and you can peel apples Mm. to make apple pie so easily Mm -hmm. yeah i would like a KitchenAid stand mixer um because i'm not like a baking person but i would just like it for the fucking attachments yeah like that's the thing that i would be into a baker doug uses the attachments i do the baking i'm just you can also use the the like paddle part to shred chicken you just like put chicken in there i found that out after i had a whole chicken shredding fiasco i have this stupid <laughs> wait that happens weekly wait what was your fiasco i was just making like a shredded chicken like 
soup thing and I got really late because it was in the crock pot so you like cook it and then you go in and shred it and yeah. I was just like using like forks and stuff and I was yeah. like ah this is good enough those like big chunks <laughs> of chicken but I mean it was still delicious I yeah just... that was that was another thing I made carnitas one time it was like five pounds of carnitas like out of the crock pot like onto the thing and I'm like shredding it with forks I'm like hey Ryan will you come in here and help me now we have these like big bear claw things but he was just like oh I hate this he so, just eat it like no you we have, have to the bear to the broiler we have the bear claws too and I totally didn't use them for that so <laughs> whatever Taylor <laughs> didn't you just get a KitchenAid mixer no oh, I thought your mom got you one she was I think she got duped from one of those like weird Facebook ads <gasps> oh no what happened so, well I got a phone call from oh I got a text from her and she was like hey do you want a, I found this awesome sale on KitchenAids do you want one and I was like I guess sure how cheap is cheap and she was like oh like 60 bucks and I was like yeah sure it's a knockoff <laughs> I will take it. It's an off. It's so like two months go by and I haven't heard anything back from her. And I'm like, did you get, so is it, am I still getting my mixer? And she's like, you know, they never sent it to me. Like I never got like any email or anything. She goes, but they didn't take my, they didn't take any money out of my account. So sorry. And I was like, okay. Well, they're, they were on sale. At, thought. They're not that bad at like, um, there's like a we just went to a store to get uh, another attachment and it was pretty cheap there. So what store? Bed Bath and Beyond. I was like, should I say it? We're not sponsored by. Baby, well, I saw a thing on Kinja deals. Where triple it was B. Like, it was seventy five dollars. <laughs> triple B. Triple C. Triple D. Oh God, that's like yeah. all of our boob sizes. Yeah, there was a <laughs> what? Thing. Well, you didn't hit mine. No. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> you did not hit mine. I'm not a triple. I'm a double. <laughs> I mean, oh I guess I'm a double too, but it's like you know, I'm up there in the alphabet. <laughs> God, <laughs> never mind. Sorry. So sorry, we interrupted. No, you. I was just gonna say I saw a thing for like it was like seventy five dollars, and it came with like this sausage casing, like the sausage attachment, oh. but it also came with like the all of the food processor attachments too. So you can be like the boyfriend from Kath and Kim, yeah, where you like make a bunch of gross sausages, yeah, <laughs> Kel, yeah, Kel, Kel. Oh my gosh! So there are two, four, six, eight. There are nine Oklahoma restaurants on diners drive-ins and dives what restaurants so the rock cafe and stroud don't know uh clanton's cafe and vanita don't know which is way up in the yeah that's home of the second second largest mcdonald's Oh yeah, the one that goes over it the stretches interstate. over the interstate. Is in Vanita? In Vanita. Oh, Van- in oh, I was thinking Vanita was in the Panhandle. It's over by Missouri. Mm-hmm. Missouri. Uh, Mama E's Wings and Waffles in Oklahoma City. I've never even heard I've of that. Have you ever heard of it? No. no. I've heard of it. I haven't been there. Leo's though. Barbecue in Oklahoma City. I've heard of it. Nick's Grill. Also. Oh, I've been yeah. to Nick's before. Their fucking cheeseburgers are enormous and they're so good. And then Aishans, which um, we've all been to. Of course, Nami, you've never been to Aishans. I've never been to Aishans. Okay, next Still. time we go to the farm, we'll have to go because it's just no, it's like just so ten far. minutes away. Oh, okay, yeah, from the farm, it's ten minutes away. Yeah, not from here. It's like an hour and thirty minutes. It's more like forty-five. Oh, is it? Yeah, to get to Aishans. I guess we could like load the thickies up and take them to Aishans. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a gluten day, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Cattleman's. 
And Ugh. Oklahoma City also. I don't understand um, the allure with Cattlemen's. I don't either. I've been there once and it didn't even feel like a steakhouse. It was like a, I don't know. I was unimpressed. My fucking family goes there all the time and I'm just like, can we please go anywhere else? Oh my God. Ben Vishnudis. Anywhere else. <laughs> Mickey Mantles. When anywhere I, else. I just think of like, um, it's that like famous but like buffet restaurant that's a chain like um, where you get the good rolls or golden corral. That's what I think of when I think of Cattlemen's for some reason. I know it's not. I've never. It's all like well, it's not a buffet. Grandma's. But... Yeah, maybe grandma, grandma, good home cooking, or maybe like Crackle Barrel, crack, Crackle Barrel. I like Crackle Barrel. Crackle Barrel. Crackle Barrel. Um, the diner, the which we already girl. discussed, the and diner, then yeah. Ingrid's Kitchen, which is delicious. I've never been it's to total Ingrid's hipster. Kitchen, but I've heard Ingrid's some good, good stuff. Good, 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 good. There mm-hmm. used to be like a radio ad for them or something, or they used to sponsor something, but I used to hear about them all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, so. you need to go. It's good. All right. So Guy Fieri has made multiple pilgrimages <laughs> to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least he knows where the good diners are. Okay, let's let's back it up with the diners and stuff and get back to the the wine. We all the like whiners. <laughs> we all like zoodles, but let's do what we came here to do. All right. Tay Tay. Take it away. Tay Tay. Now we are trying the 2013 Zinfandel out of Sonoma. The label says Hunt and Ride, named for the brothers Hunter and Ryder. Cool. Our 2013 old vine Zinfandel was harvested from select uh, blocks of ancient Sonoma County vines. Ancient. Um, I don't think there's anything ancient. I was like, oh, it's how ancient is Sonoma? Okay. I'm very ancient. <laughs> All over 100 years old. Okay, that's how ancient <laughs> Oh, well, call that ancient, aged though. in neutral French oak barrels for 15 months, bottled, unfined, and unfiltered. 225 cases were produced. Ooh. So another limited edition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still so, heavy bottle, by the way. Yeah, I felt it. It's it's still this stupid how much still glass is in that bottle. Glass. Same label, pretty much. Yeah, exact yeah. yeah, exact same and label. It's fourteen point one percent also. It's the oh. same amount. So what exactly <clears throat> makes a Zinfandel a Zinfandel? It's the type of grape. Okay. For some reason I had it in my brain that Zinfandels were like some sort of blend. Well, that's like the white, like the cheap, like Behringer white Zinfandel. Yeah. So let me look this up, but I did taste this and this shit smells and tastes like straight up olives. This has really good legs too. Like I can, yeah. It tastes like olives in a good way. It's I definitely so. I don't like Kalamata. It has a spicier nose for sure. I'm actually glad you suggested we drink this second because it has way Ooh, more it is peppery flavor. Okay. Oh, it mm. is. Pe- yeah, it is. Um, it's almost like spicy. This reminds me of a craft something? beer that I've had before in a weird way. Hmm. It kind of reminds me of like it's the um, just talking about peppery mm-hmm. notes, but like a Shiraz. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So Zinfandel is a black skinned wine grape. Um, let me see. I'll do some more research. Okay. I like this one better. 
I like this one better too. Well, it has a lot more like notes in it than the, yes. the other one. Well, I guess it's, it's spicy for sure. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I like it. I guess that Zinfandel wine or Zinfandel grapes have like a really high sugar content. And that's why this wine in particular or all Zin, all Zinfandels have like a pretty high alcohol content because they can be fermented into like 15% or higher yes. with the natural sugars in the grapes without any added sugars. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, it's new be friend. It's the umami yes. sensation. Mm-hmm. Me too. I will not talk bad about Zinfandel again. Well, yeah. why Zinfandel? <laughs> well, all the I've had have been like from a box or they're same, just like same. Really there are lighter Zinfandels too. Yeah. Like this yeah. is very dark and heavy. There's mm-hmm. one old vine Zinfandel that's by like Pepperwood Groves. It's like a kind of like cheaper one, but I had it first in a bottle, but it also comes in a box and it's lighter like in color and in body and everything, but it's also like a real a real spicy boy, real dry boy. I really like is it. This is pretty dry. Together? Probably. I used to buy it all the time in Virginia. Okay, maybe it wasn't us then. But I threw had... I, I threw a bottle of it off my roof when I graduated from college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I've had a Zinfandel before out of a bottle, but it was like a pink color. And it was... That's white Zin. Yeah, it's a white Zin. Mm-hmm. It was a white Zin that I had. But it was like, um, it was like a blend between two wines, but it was really good. It was, it was from a bottle, too. Mm. But I don't remember anything about it because i was like young and dumb and full of cum mm-hmm. <laughs> back in your hunt and ride days yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes <laughs> good my brain is so fucking fried yeah. man like so i guess with the zinfandel grapes so i'm sorry about your fried brain oh thank you but it, they're like really kind of robust and everything and so after prohibition in the united states um, all of the wineries and vineyards were obviously pretty, you know, weakened. And since that's such a hearty grape, um, it was one of the first ones to recover after the prohibition. It was like still surviving and thriving. And so that's why there are a lot of Sinfandels that come out of California. Um, that's not surprising mm. at all. Mm-mm. Um, and honestly, like, I don't, I don't know much about like what happened to the wine biz during prohibition, but I just feel like if I were a farmer and you were mm-hmm. like, Hey, you're not supposed to have that anymore. I would be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, also they're just grapes. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what do you know what I'm mm-hmm. doing with these? Yeah. How do you know what I'm Maybe up to? Maybe I throw uh, some of the extras in a land. barrel or it's something. It's just a plant, you guys. It's just a plant. <laughs> Shut up. I guess I should back up that earlier statement about the Zinfandels after Prohibition because it's not like they were coming out with like just superstar Zinfandels. It was that they were blending it into fortified wines. Right. So anyway. Yeah. Fried and fortified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bringing it back to food. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, the almost the best time that I had on the ship was me and Lauren were crying for mozzarella sticks like all the time. <laughs> yeah, and so we finally found some one day. Yep. During breakfast. Yep. At the buffet, and mm-hmm. there were only like two left, and we like grabbed them in. And I we did. Like, I I reached over the sneeze guard and was like, "Sir, is there more of these?" And he was like, "Here's a few from here." And it was like the whole Ron Swanson thing, where it's like, "Son, I don't think you heard what I said. Give me all of the eggs and bacon." And it was just like every mozzarella stick that you have. And he was like, "Oh." 
okay. And I'm like, just like loaded a big plate full of mozzarella sticks. Like on top of our Caesar salad. Thank y'all. I had a whole plate that was like half ranch dressing, half Caesar salad. There were waffle fries on top of the Caesar salad. And then Lauren had an entire dinner plate of mozzarella sticks. And we were like, yes. Kicking really and great. screaming through the fucking line. Oh, and then after that, I got soft serve and then went to the pool with it and had a Bloody Mary at the same time. Yeah. It was a baller time. That was the only, one of the only good things about that shit besides everything else was that there were soft serve ice cream machines and, everywhere. And the other thing hmm. is that it was not available 24-7. I cruised through there at four o'clock in the morning and was like, ice cream? And the lady was like, it's it's turned off for the night. And I was like, no, the ice, <laughs> ice cream now? And she was like, you'll have to wait until eight. And I was like, but I was told I could get soft serve 24 hours a day. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know, ma'am. It's it's turned off. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. That's really horrifying. I haven't even told you the best fucking part of the goddamn trip. Okay, we are all lined up for disembarkment. And there is this lady. She is wearing some, like, zebra-printed hot pants with white fishnets over them. She's got this, like, conductor jacket on that's all very sparkly, and there's a lot of fringe. She's got this big, crazy bow in her hair, and she is just screaming at an Asian woman because... Like a she, concierge. Like a concierge. It was like we're on like the 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 guest services floor trying we're getting in line so we can get off of the boat. And um anyway, so she's just like screaming at this woman and the bits and pieces that I picked up from it is that she number one is allergic to shellfish self shellfish. She apparently was eating a dish that was vegetarian and had an allergic reaction, and they took her to like NCL's like hospital doctor's office area and they like obviously gave her like an EpiPen or and like a breathing treatment and or Benadryl who fucking knows what they did but they charged her thousands and thousands of dollars Uh and she is like screaming and freaking out but because of her outfit nothing that she said I could take seriously at all. But like, was it that one woman's fault or she just saw somebody that no, worked on the boat? No, it was because boat. at guest services, like you can't get off the boat until you like settle up with guest services. Oh, and they were charging like her the... like two or $3,000 for medical treatment because she had an allergic reaction to shellfish because she ate a dish that was labeled vegetarian that yeah. was not vegetarian. And she yeah. had an anaphylactic reaction. They took her to the, yeah. But, her outfit. Because of her loud ass outfit, it was hard to, it take, was like her hard to take her very seriously. It was a very valid concern. Exactly. It yeah. was a very valid concern. She should not have been charged that much money, especially whenever she ate something that was labeled a certain way and had and went into anaphylactic shock. You know what I mean? How is like, the customer service lady taking it? She just stood there and didn't say a fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if I were customer service, I would just be like cursing her. You know what I mean? In my brain, but not like actually saying She's it like out pressing the emergency like, button under the Lady, like dressed like a like a trashy lady gog all screaming at her about shellfish <laughs> <laughs> yeah well apparently that was like one of the things on the boat is that if you went to like the splash academy which is like the kids area of the cruise ship but they like ch- changed it into like a medical facility like the jam cruise doctors is what they said because Wait, Andy, I thought there were children allowed on that boat. I would take children, a child on that boat. There but are children allowed on that boat. It actually is really kid friendly. Like okay. it's it not bad. Is. Like, there's like it's like as as long as they've got like some protection for their ears, like it should be fine. Like, cause I was telling you, like you can't ever really tell that anyone is like super fucked up. There was only a couple of times where I was like, okay, that guy's on some shit. <laughs> yeah. And it was usually like in the smoking areas or super late at night. Like yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Because on the pool deck, they, you know, you're just under the night sky. There's just some like lighting that's around the 
because like when you're like looking up from like where the actual pool is, it's just like these glass barriers for like the 13th floor, which is where everyone was like smoking. And there was like a few lights kind of going down there, but you just have the stage lighting. So it was yeah. really hard to see if anyone was fucked up. Plus you're in like all of these theaters and stuff and it's all very low lighting. And there was a couple of times when we were like leaving one of those areas going somewhere else. And I was like, wow, that guy, he needs a friend. <laughs> <laughs> But it was only a couple of times because everyone on there, I would say the median age of that boat was probably 35. Yeah. At least. There's a lot of older people and a lot of industry pros. Like our yeah. friend, I've, no, I've met this guy every jam cruise I've gone on. I've even seen him in Denver before and I didn't realize this, but he's been a stagehand for Red Rocks. Oh, I should, probably shouldn't say this on the... We can bleep his name. Um, but he's been a stagehand for Red Rocks since 1995. Wow. And like has worked in the biz there. Taylor, forever. he's really cool. Your oh, your neighbor moved, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposedly. But he was like a he's a jam cruise. Person, yeah, he right? goes mm-hmm. to jam cruise like every single year. What's his name? Don't tell me his name. We'll talk about that later. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a trap. I know. Ah. And you won. You get a grand prize. I will later. just say. I will just say. Yeah, we met a lot of really cool people on the boat. Um, there was this guy that had a lot of like costumes from Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> I saw that like, actually from, like, last production. week. Oh, yeah, actual theater production. She went and saw the theater. I did go production. to Phantom. I yeah. saw wow, that. that's cool. Probably not the exact same one. <laughs> well, no, because these people are from that's, Colorado. I'm super impressed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Those costumes was are it, legit. Was it a traveling Broadway one? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, okay, so are we going to... Wait, we already talked about the wine. I want to talk about it some more, though. Barely. Never, this is going down smooth. Mm-hmm. I've never had a wine like this before, and I kind of see why you would pay $45 a bottle for this, because it's like, it's really tasty, because mm-hmm. I like a dry red, as I've said numerous times. Poor Taylor. Why? I didn't think you liked the dry, the super dry reds. Well, I love dry reds. I thought you were a sweet, a I, sweet girl. I thought you no. were. An old, I think she's all over the board, mm-hmm. right? Like you like sweet stuff and dry yeah, stuff. Yeah, whites and reds. The only thing that I she cannot be compartmentalized. Okay, fine. <laughs> I will say the only wine that I know, or there's two wines that I know I do not like. I've tried numerous times. Is a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, not a fan. And Merlot. Not, Not a fan. fan. Okay. We did do a wine tasting when you all were gone. And she is like, I am. It's like, let's get through these whites so we can get to the reds. And we had some good whites. Yeah. The, sh- um, the only thing is that we always try Chardonnays. And I'm not really a Chardonnay fan. Me either. Only un-oaked. But yeah. I, I'm going to say, I like them if they're un-oaked. Yeah, us too. And we but had, that's the only way I'll And the last two eat, tastings we went to, they were both of the Chardonnays were un-oaked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were like. This isn't bad. I think that I have I have a Sauvignon Blanc that I think that you might like, and Ooh. I also have a Merlot that you'll probably like. Okay, I mean I will try them all. <laughs> well, I just the have price yet to find point on that, that Merlot like. is like twelve dollars, and that Sauvignon Blanc is maybe seventeen. So yeah. Do you remember awesome. that Pinot Grigio that we had in California? Ooh, see, I love that, that cheap one. It was called Domino. Yeah, they carry it all over the place around here, and it was cheap as hell, and it was so good. The Magnum from Cellar. Eleven dollars. Yes. So, so you like Pinot Gris? Yes. I I've never had a legier. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. It was okay. I was just saying, like I'm a like I'm a red girl in the winter and a white girl in the summer. Yeah. Same I'm way. A ten. 
Which is the Look opposite the... of her skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much, but I've never... Look at these legs. It's Look at how slow they're dripping. I was going to say, I, I didn't know I was any legs at all. Mm-hmm. Mine does, and they drip so slowly. Mm-hmm. All I can see on my glasses fingerprints. We're kind of in the dark corner over like, there. Grubby little hands. This is why we need a third lamp. Yeah. Turn your... Here. I'm not turning on any overhead lights. I'm not telling you to do that. Hang oh. on. Oh, flashlight on my phone. But Duh. on the lowest setting, and then just like at a distance. At a distance. <laughs> From a distance. I sang that at my sixth grade Ooh, graduation. Put the light or not me, it, but the color of this sixth wine grade is choir. so pretty. I was going to say you should give us a little taste of that. Do you Ooh, see? I don't know if I can do some bit. It's gorgeous. Sorry, I'm on a different planet over here mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like really easy to hate on guy because he's so ridiculous but number one he actually looks way better with frosted tips i think he's the best looking person mm-hmm. than he tips. does with his normal hair uh-huh. Just, he, yeah he, i think we all four agree to that for yeah, sure I think we can he also is like really actually probably the most involved in this winery of any celebrity that we've had even more far. than drew barrymore yeah even more or dave matthews or Dave Matthews. Yes, because he even had that quote that said, like, I'm really involved in this. Like, I bought this land. I want this to be a legacy for my sons. I don't want this to be some juice that just gets my name put on it. Like, oh, he's yeah, really right. into it. Okay. And then also he, like, did all that nice stuff for those firemen. And his net worth actually isn't as much as I thought it would be. Like, Anthony Bourdain and some of those other chefs, their net worth is, like, $65 million. Yeah. And... And Holy shit. Guy Fieri's is only like eight. Really? Yeah. That Even though he owns all of these restaurants me. and He's does got all a lot of, of endorsement deals too. Well, I just think that he has like a lot of investments, but I think that he gives back <laughs> so much that his actual net worth isn't that high. So mm. we were we were like watching this like video, like 10 shady things about Guy Fieri or whatever. And he, there was like this one segment where they're talking about how he admitted he never really eats at TGI Fridays. And Nicole was like, who admits to eating at TGI Fridays? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his connection? Because he he had an endorsement deal where he was like he was like in their commercials yeah, yeah I remember uh, that. and so some some reporters like cornered him about it and he's like what can I say man like yeah it's I just business it's just business said. like we have a good sponsorship it's like a good relationship it's good for me like right so I also gross. read another article about that like racehorse like being injured or whatever <laughs> and it was basically that. saying that like all of the people in that neighborhood were just like a bunch of like NIMBY people and were like blowing everything out of proportion well it sounds like a bunch of like waspy people which is that's why what I, I thought like, everyone seemed like on the lawn. <laughs> yes <laughs> what was your take like very pretentious mm-hmm. yeah, yeah definitely like- definitely mm-hmm. um well like his beef with Anthony Bourdain, apparently. Well, his speech with <laughs> Anthony Bourdain kind of got a little like blown out of proportion, in yeah. my opinion. I, I think, think he that was a took media- it a little too far. Definitely a media thing. Yeah. Well, so we just, Lauren and I just got caught up on RuPaul's All Stars today. Mm-hmm. And I just remember them talking to Trinity Tuck, and they were like, You're such a great hostess. And she was like, It's the country in me. And I'm like, That's it. Like, if you're just like a, down to earth like he didn't i mean i guess he grew up in california but not like in the like well, the, wine country yeah so he's not like a thing fa, i fa, said fa. was like bless your heart because that's like a very country thing to do where you're just like 
But it makes me think like Guy Fieri, yeah, he has, you know. Well, I don't know him personally, but I just feel like he's probably a little bit more down to earth than. I don't know. I still kind of feel like he's just a little bit out of touch. <laughs> I I do. I'm I don't have do like Guy Fieri uh-huh. just being a little bit out of touch because he's just so over the top. Like he does a lot of really nice things. He has a lot of Do you think that think might be like his stick? Yeah. That's what like, be, it could just be his shtick. It could just be his you know, brand. It could be like a that's lot what of made him the food. Ne- that's what got him mm-hmm. the Food Network star, yeah, winner. And so that's what like the they the network was probably banking on. Like his hair is just well, leaves. you just have to be this way we'll forever like, now. Kicking down no, like just like like weaves or like just like plugs. You know, like <laughs> not <laughs> real. It's so so he like takes it off when he gets home. <laughs> There's just there's just something about every celebrity that there's like something that I'm just like there's there's a little out of touch. Well, I'm with Taylor. Well, I, I think mean, it's a shtick. Yeah, okay. it's all PR. I don't know. Okay. Every time I think about Guy Fieri, I also think about this tweet, and I just found it because I like wanted to quote it directly. <laughs> it says, "We take it for granted today, but a single Dorito has more extreme nacho flavor than a peasant in the 1400s would get in his entire lifetime." <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Doritos, didn't you say that earlier? <laughs> oh my god! Coming full circle. Are you sure he's not in your family tree? Hot <laughs> <laughs> and fried Doritos. I don't know. I come from very trashy stock, so it's possible that an ancestor of his and mine may have like touched fingers at some well, point. Well, and you're <laughs> Italian. Dual knife battle. Oh, I am Italian. That's right. Judging by my hairy arm. <laughs> but your flappy like <laughs> my like flying squirrel like leg arm meat i mean not leg meats <laughs> yeah so so which shows besides diners the triple d's um like? let's see triple d's the triple g's yeah I like guys grocery games that was pretty fun to watch yeah, his first episode, I think what he, the network, what the show that got him after mm-hmm. he won was Guy's Big Bite. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. and that was where he actually cooked, not just like went around tasting things. <laughs> I think that was Honestly, his actual cooking show. I have to admit, oh, I don't think bit. I've ever seen that one. Mm-hmm. I, was, I saw a couple episodes. I was not enough to like remember what he actually yeah. made, but. It seemed like pretty easy, like stuff we could make at home. I do have to admit a little bit that I am kind of jealous of Guy Fieri's job. Like you just get to drive around and go to Greasy Spoons. Uh, like yeah. fuck you. Yeah, agreed. Barbecue agreed. sauce and he, wear hair gel. Yeah. And be of, praised for it. I know. I still do those things, but I don't have a fan following. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't get sponsored. I don't get uh, sponsored. And I think that I'm probably better at it than him. I just don't wear enough clothes with chili peppers on them. But well, I can change, you know? <laughs> in my head, the paparazzi is always following me, and there's always some, like, music in the background. Do you have borderline personality? <laughs> <laughs> is that why you always wear sunglasses? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you guys ever watch that show? I know that Guy Fieri was on it but so was every other chef called the it was called sorry oh the best thing i ever ate 
I did watch that Ooh. show. I love that, that show. Is that about me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just has like celebrity chefs on there. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm sorry. I had like no, five hours of sleep Angela, last night. You're the glue that keeps us together, yeah. baby. You're a researcher. No, it just has like chefs on there and they like talk about the best thing that they ever ate in their entire lives. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Can I go on there and talk about stuff? What is the best thing you've ever eaten? Oh, my God. I feel so on the spot right now. <laughs> no. So whenever I went to, <laughs> so whenever I went to Australia, we went to um, this. We went to this restaurant. I don't remember what it was called, but they had these fucking prawns that were seriously like bigger than my fist. Like they were fucking huge and they were battered and deep fried. And they came with this really weird pink sauce that you like dip them in and that was probably the best ever mm. like we had a lot of seafood in south beach but it was like nothing to the seafood that i had abroad so you don't like swimming with the seafood but I you like, like eat eating the seafood. yeah i'm terrified of sea creatures but if i if they're dead and i can put them in my mouth it's fine <laughs> agreed so taylor what's your most delicious thing. Oh my God. I don't even know. Just pick something. That's not necessarily the best thing I ever ate. It just came to my brain. Okay. I'm going to have to say the Indian tacos that I actually make. Oh, wow. That, that shit's good. Fry bread. I'm wow. not to toot you my really own think horn. You a lot of yourself, but don't I'm you? Really, obviously, you haven't had this. I haven't. Have your fi- you should have <laughs> you know her tacos. tacos. Her Indian tacos. <laughs> I feel so left out. I've had Indian tacos in at least I know. 60 counties. I was supposed Oklahoma, to, I was supposed to make them at the farm. <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to make them at the farm. I was supposed to make them at the farm, but next thing we knew it was like 9 o'clock. And we were all drunk, and I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah, because you guys I'm not like making fry bread right now. now. I'm not making fry bread drunk. right now. No, no, that's dangerous. It's dangerous. No. That's a, or cheesecake, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. I love cheesecake. Cheesecake is good. Mm-hmm. So what came to mind, and you brought, you made me think of it, like, and I really am not. I was never a big meat eater, and especially like chicken on the bone or like fish on the bone. But I think one of my favorite meals was living in the Dominican Republic. And like on any beach and they'll just like come like they'll set you up with a table and umbrellas and they'll like serve you food and it's like fresh fried fish and it's like whole fish. And then you get like French fries and or not French fries. Uh, the um, why did I say French fries? I don't plantains. even know what plantains, the uh, tostones, tostones yeah. and beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. like the setting and the taste and everything. It's just like the most wonderful thing. And then they have their version of fried bread, which I completely just blinked because <laughs> the door slammed in front. Now I'm like, I don't remember what it's called. So that might be a corrections, or I might have to look it up while somebody mm-hmm. else is talking. Uh, what was your favorite? One of yeah. the best things that I've ever had was the first time that we went to down to Jam Cruise and we went down to Miami. Went we went to this high end ceviche restaurant, oh my God, and there was all this different kinds oh, different kinds of ceviche mm-hmm. and stuff. But there were also these little appetizers that was like a teeny tiny steak and egg. So it was like a little tiny Kobe beef medallion with like a perfectly fried over easy quail egg on top. That was just like one single bite for like uh, the entire like thing. Melt your mouth. Oh, that sounds so, so good. Kobe good. beef is so good. Yeah. My second favorite thing is like the ribeyes that my parents have on their farm mm-hmm. or ranch, I guess. Like it is 
to die for. The, mm-hmm. the beef that we have is so good. Mm. And like I'll get steaks in restaurants and stuff, but like I'm always very disappointed. So mm-hmm. which is like I always used to make fun of my grandpa being like, Your steak is really gross. I'd rather mm-hmm. go to Chili's, like just to fuck with him. It's Yanni Cakey. Yanni Kiki. Oh, oh. fry bread? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It's their mm-hmm. fried bread. It's a little it's crispier than like the Native American. Mm-hmm. See, bread, I but. like some crispy shit. And like we went to that Cuban diner in yeah. South Beach and they were like one of the first places to get like crispy hash browns correct. Yes. They're so good. Well, one of the other things is like not necessarily the best thing that I ever ate, but one of the best food experiences that I ever had was going to Subway. And oh, gross. No, listen. (laughs) I was like a little kid. I was like seven or eight and I went to a Subway for the first time and I got a sandwich with mayonnaise on it. And the mayonnaise tasted so good and so different. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I was obsessed with Subway mayonnaise. And it was because my like Southern Cherokee mama only bought Miracle Whip. So I thought Miracle Whip was mayonnaise up until that point. And then I got to have real ass fucking mayonnaise for the (laughs) first time in my life. And I like saw angels (laughs) at a Subway in Seminole County. Dude. I love that story. You know, I never had Miracle Whip until I was like a teenager. Mm -hmm. We always had real ass mayonnaise. I like both, but they're not the same thing. I do not like Miracle Whip. I love... I don't like either. I like Miracle Whip on white bread and bacon sandwiches. Mm. See, I used to do mayonnaise tomato sandwiches like Harriet the Spy. Mm, Aren't you cool? Mm, Yeah, I'm so cool. You're right, (laughs) because I did like the Subway diet in high school, because that's when Jared, that pedophile, was like, he lost like 900 pounds, like eating (sighs) five sandwiches a day. Mm-hmm. He was also like walking, I think, like five miles a day just to get to the subway. Uh, okay. By the way, if you hear any background noise on the recording, it's because my boyfriend has brought his friends over or his brother and whatever. I don't Who know. knows? But it's like they're slamming the door 500 times. I know. It's very <laughs> jarring. I keep forgetting what we're talking about. So I'm like <laughs> startled. So, anyways, subway diet. Oh, but yeah, I always got like the veggie or like, um, the tuna, but it has, well, if I got the tuna, I wouldn't get extra mayonnaise and it would have to, I had to make sure it was fresh. Actually, the one of the, oh, I don't think he worked at that subway. Anyway, I would, never mind. Have you guys heard of Tomb? Tomb? Like T-O-M-B? T-O-U-M. T-O-U-M. It's like an eggless mayonnaise. Oh, you sent me the recipe but for it, this. instead of putting eggs, it's like making mayo or whatever, because it's like lemon juice mm-hmm. and like a neutral okay. tasting oil. But you don't put eggs in it. You put an entire cup of garlic in it, but you take the like green shoot out of the garlic and it keeps in your refrigerator for up to a month and it like gets milder and milder. But it's basically like garlic mayo that a lot of Middle Eastern cuisines use and you like put it on like kebabs or on like meat or you could like you could like baste a whole chicken in it oh, that sounds good i could get behind that yeah i'll send you guys the recipe like please do uber garlicy like that hummus i made by the pool no 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 that's why you was that's fucking delicious there's never, there's never too it. much garlic but in my taste that's no. why you take the like, green never. shoot out of the middle you cut the clove in half and take that little green shoot thing out of the middle because and that's it what keeps gives it, it the power yeah mm. so you basically do like a whole or actually maybe like several bulbs Probably like a whole bulb head. That's head. What it's called yeah. head. <laughs> and then you just cut the clothes and that's what in. And then take that out. And then it's just like canola or grapeseed or whatever oil and like salt and 
lemon juice and See, I've been making grapeseed oil yes, mayonnaise send from me scratch that. with eggs. It's fucking delicious. It's mm-hmm. way better than any mayonnaise you buy at the store. So I bet this would probably just like be like that next level shit. So maybe we weren't talking about guy too much, but we have been talking about food and mm-hmm. cooking the whole time. I'll, I'll, I'll post the, I'll post the I can link talk about in bio for the recipe, guys, I guess. We'll link it in the bio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll okay, also so, put that picture of him with the like, <gasps> yes. horrible hair. Yes. You guys I'll have link to it see all. it. Okay, so do you guys want to do your ratings now? Yeah, let's do some final thoughts. Um, I'm ready to eat some more chips and salsa. Mm. So, I, no, you go ahead. I liked both of them. Um, do I you have a favorite. So I'm having a hard time, but I think because I'm spoiled with the Pinot, because my brother lives in Oregon and they have like they're famous for their Pinot Noir, that I'm spoiled with that Pinot there. And this one was good. It was um, smooth and easy to go down, but it was really heavy. I mean, not in a bad way, but I would definitely say the Zen was my favorite because it's spicy and has a lot of flavor in it so i mean they're both good especially compared to like the two not stings which was a decent but like the two before that was like more like wine products i think i would have liked stings wine more if it were you know paired with like a juicy steak yeah i agree so what did you think taylor uh i'm kind of along the same lines as angie um i liked both of them but the Pinot Noir, it kind of put me off because it was a lot heavier than what I was expecting. I associate... It, even the cup was heavy. Yeah. I yeah. like associate Pinot Noirs with... Uh, it's like my summertime red wine. Yeah. Because it's like not so heavy. You can easily chill it. Yeah. And it's like awesome. Where this, I don't think it would be good chilled. No, no, it would lose not all even, its flavor. Exactly, not even a little bit. So it's definitely a wintertime Pinot. Um, and the Zin, my favorite. I could drink that like no problem, like every night. It was yeah. so good. It was so spicy and peppery, which is what I love. So I'm going with the Zin. Just like yeah. you, spicy and peppery. Yeah. yeah. I try. A little firecracker. It was like, I got like a lot of like cranberry almost and like olives and black pepper from that Zinfandel. And I think that that, if the Pinot were labeled as a cab or as a blend, Agreed. I would have liked it more. Like it was just what I was like, my preconceived notions of a Pinot is what was kind of throwing it off. So if yeah. you would have told me that was a blend, I would have been like, oh, this is so dope. Agreed. But the fact that it was a Pinot, like, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a winter Pinot. And I haven't had an Old Vines in a while. And I especially haven't, I don't think I've ever had one that costs like 50 fucking dollars. Definitely But not. I could go outside like in my underwear in the snow and drink that. Like, <laughs> it, would be, it would be fine. Yeah, it was awesome. So I'm in the same camp with everybody else. Like the Zinfandel was really fucking good. I really like the spiciness of it. I like the, it was just like warm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how mm-hmm. else to describe it other than, like, it kind of, like, warmed my body up and my mm-hmm. cheeks. I could feel the it blood warmed rushing my to bones. my bones. <laughs> but not like a, oh, gosh, it's getting hot in here no. kind of warm. Red no, wine warm. It was, just, it was just, like, a really pleasant, like, smooth. But it, like it had smooth. so much flavor. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm feeling really good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pinot, again, like, it was, it was really heavy. It was tasty. But, like, I just, I just kind of want my pinot to be a bit lighter 
in general. Mm -hmm. Like it was just really like not even heavy, like in my mouth and flavor, but like also like in my fucking cup. No, it was legit (laughs) actually heavy. Did he get a Pinot Noir to be 14% alcohol? (laughs) Magic. He must be a mushroom witch too. I don't know. He's a platinum prince. He's a platinum prince. (laughs) He is the platinum prince. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for listening to Celebrity Wine Club and thank you to our special guests. This episode was produced by Angela Helt and Nicole Krausen and mixed by executive producer Lauren Swarb. Our theme music is by Grammatic, hashtag digital freedom. If you would like to send us a suggestion or let us know what you think, hit us up at celebritywinedrunk at gmail.com or find us on social media at Celebrity Wine Club. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you next time, lushes. Thank you.